Let me entertain you. and welcome to another episode of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. This is part two of the Marie's Crisis special podcast. In the previous episode, I was thrilled to speak to Kenny Green and Adam Tilford all the way from New York. In that episode, we found out all about the history of the piano bar and its links to the American Revolution, Alexander Hamilton, and another forgotten founding father, Thomas Paine. Thomas Paine wrote the pamphlet Common Sense, which was a call to arms to have people fight for what they believe in. So Marie's Crisis is a place where you go because you believe in musical theatre. So this episode is dedicated to you, to the lovers of musical theatre who keep the show tunes alive. I'm looking for a mind at work and I was there and I interviewed the crowd so they can tell you themselves just how much fun Marie's Crisis is. My guests are Peter Bellany, Rebecca Kington, Catherine Scott, Tara Lopez, Adrian Foon, William Broom and the host of Channel 10's game show Pointless, Mark Humphreys. Enjoy. Well, we're halfway through the night and I am here. I've just grabbed you. Peter, I have to grab you because when I was doing the interview before, you were actually being my door person. And as we were interviewing uh, Adam and Kenny, I've seen you across the room. How are you enjoying tonight? I am absolutely in my element. Um, To be honest, I actually really enjoyed listening to that interview. So it gave me a little bit more insight into the boys' backgrounds and um, some of Kenny's and Adam's experiences were very interesting to me. But honestly, the reason I'm here is because one of my friends had been to Marie's Crisis in New York, and actually a couple of my friends had been there and said, you will love it. It will be your heaven, and you basically won't want to leave. And so I thought I have to come. (laughs) Yeah, and the same to you? Well, not as much as my friend Peter. She is definitely the queen of knowing every song that was in a musical ever. But for me, I, I love it. I find that so many of the songs I know too, there's a wonderful p- pianist here who I can't stop watching. He is amazing. Yeah, He's incredible. I love watching him play. I love watching the people and their enthusiasm for music. There's this sense when you're here of community. There's something about music that brings people together that's undeniable. And if you look around you while you're here at this event, you can't help but think there's something about music that brings people together and it's undeniable and it's friendly and it's some, something that's honest and it's true and that is what I'm loving most. Because this is actually your first time here. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, my friend Emma, who's the one who actually, one of the people who went to Marie's Crisis in New York, she said to me, you're going to love it. And she's even looked at me tonight and said, the joy on your face, the joy that you're experiencing is making me so happy. Like she knows that I basically would do this, by the way, in my garage every Friday night. So I feel like if only 
video I had of Kenny or an Adam every night, every Friday night in Newtown, I would be happy as a pig in mud because I adore it. I, to be honest, I practiced. Like, I warmed my voice up and practiced some songs. That's how serious I was. But I realized it's not about being serious. It's about absolutely, as Beck said, having the most amazing time and just letting loose, really, and just enjoying it. Is that the same with you, Rebecca? Did you practice? Yeah. Uh, no, no, definitely not. And you know what? I When Peter spoke to me about the songs that might be played, I was like, I know heaps of those songs. Turns out I don't know many of them at all. And she was saying there are gra- there's a great amount of songs, and I thought I would know many. There's many I don't know. It's pretty quick and easy to Google some lyrics and be part of this environment. It's really it's really fantastic. Yeah. Well done to you guys. Were you having a good time? This is honestly, I literally said it's the funnest night of my life. I know that sounds really sad, but it's not. It is really, really fun. And, yeah, I had some lyrics prepared. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I have a few. And they played your songs that you've learned yeah. the lyrics for? They played at least two that I had ready for. And what are the other two that haven't played? Um, they haven't played uh, another Chicago song, another Rent song, but they did play Rent and Chicago, so I'm really super happy. Yeah. And uh, how about you, Rebecca? Did, are you happy with all the songs played so far? I saw you actually really singing to One Day More. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, it's amazing how many great singers live in this city. I, I actually love hearing the people around me. There are some brilliant singers in this country. There is. And I actually even saw you, um, Peter, um, to uh, Disney's part of your world. Absolutely. I love Disney. Uh, I would love Let It Go at one point, but they're actually playing Hairspray right now, and I adore Hairspray as well. So, actually, that was on my list. Um, but gorgeous girls, I'm talking to you. But um, Good Morning Baltimore just got played, and that was actually on my list as well. Oh, there you go. Well, I'm going to let you get back to it. I'm so glad you guys stopped and talked to us. So, have a great night, and I will see you on the dance floor. You will. Thanks, Elizabeth. Thanks, Thanks. Elizabeth. Thanks, Peter. Thanks, Tara. From your boss, which I think is just amazing, and your friend Tara just walked up to Adam and asked him to sing you "Happy Birthday," and you've just had 200 people, what, 100 people sing you "Happy Birthday." How do you feel? It's like best feeling ever, you know, to have you know people sing you "Happy Birthday." It's just yeah. yeah just makes you like just smile inside yeah because you've never been here before you've never been to a sing-along how did you find out about the night uh basically through a um a post on facebook a friend of mine was interested and i just thought you know it'd be a great night out um to spend my birthday with a friend you're a lover of musicals i love musicals yeah Tara, I I want to expand my knowledge on musicals. At the moment, I probably know about three or four. But yeah, coming here, I'm so surprised at how busy it was and just 
I don't know, everyone's so energetic and full, yeah, just full of energy. It's kind of dumbfounding. I'm really happy to be here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It is like that. people that just want to have a good time, meet up with people in a friendly, really loving environment where you meet friends, you swap Facebook details, you know, and all of a sudden you're having a great night. Do you have a favourite musical? West Side Story. Any sort Definitely. Of uh, is it called Somewhere? Somewhere? Yeah. And you? Uh, Phantom of the Opera and Mamma Mia. I just love ABBA. So. Well, oh, thanks for coming tonight. Thank you. And Catherine, happy birthday. And what better way to celebrate it here than the guys from Marie Crisis from New York. They've given you a New York birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I have just looked across the room and I'm looking at two gentlemen that I know, William and Adrian. Thank you for calling us gentle. <laughs> Hello. What a coincidence. I remember you so well. <laughs> How are you? I'm so good and even better for seeing you. It's such an honour and a privilege. Oh, God, you're sweet. Have you had a lovely time tonight, Adrian? I had the best time. I love these piano bars. They're my favourite. Have you been to a piano bar before? Uh, I've been every time they've been here visiting us here in Sydney. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. four years now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, you're from the beginning. Yes, that's right. Exactly. From the very beginning. From the very beginning. It's absolutely fantastic. It's a real communal feel. You need more of these piano sing-alongs around the piano. Mm. It brings people together. It unites it people. And I love it. There's no attitude. No. Everybody is included and it gives you a sense of belonging. Oh my god, you are so right because there was a time there that I actually sat mm. at the end of a big couch by myself and people just come up and just wanted to befriend me. I. It's such a lovely feeling because, you know, the air around here, people are just coming in and they're so happy. Absolutely. It's complete solidarity with people that you know all love musicals, they love show tunes, they're happy to sing along, and they the more the merrier. That's the feeling of these things. So, okay, William, do you have a favourite song? Part of Your World for Little Mermaid. I love it. My favourite Disney tune, and also Jesus Christ Superstar, I Don't Know How to Love Him. Have they both been sung tonight? They have. They have. And I'm so happy they have. <laughs> it's made my night. My life is complete. And how about you, Adrian? Well, they sang Hamilton, which I'm wearing tonight. Oh my God! I'm very excited that they performed Hamilton tonight. Yes. I waited for it. <laughs> that was Adam, the piano player, coming over and checking a t-shirt. That's right. <laughs> wow. So we share this because I, I love Hamilton myself. Yes, I'm absolutely. a huge fan. Yes, yes. I'm a huge fan. I got to see it a couple of years ago Hang in on, New wait, York. Wait, wait, You didn't tell me this. You've seen Hamilton. Yes, I did. I, I saw it a month before the original cast uh, wrapped up. So I got to see Lin, Lin Manuel Miranda uh, perform in the show. It was such a, a great, a fantastic experience. And so I'm so thrilled that there are people who, who know the words, who live the tunes, who love the show, um, you know, and, and are performing here tonight. I'm so excited. That, Okay, can I just go back? There are very few people that I know that have seen Hamilton. Did you know about Hamilton? Is that the whole reason why you went to New York? And what was the feeling that conjured up when you're sitting there in the theatre? So I, I, like lots of people all around the world, I, I downloaded the music, I listened to it constantly, and so I was so excited to, to be able to get a ticket because it was a bit of a fight to try and get a ticket. Really? Um, and once you're indoors, once you're sitting down, it was electric. It was like a 
rock concert, people were screaming. You knew that every single person in that audience was obsessed with Hamilton. Um, and for, for, for us to hear those voices, the same voices that you hear on the album, um, was incredible. Such an incredible experience. I'll never forget it. One of my very top favorite experiences in theater all life. Um, American audiences do something different with plays, for example, when a star comes on, they clap. Did that happen with Hamilton in the musical as well? Yes, it was almost like a religious experience because people clapped all throughout the show. Um, people, You could see that people were trying to restrain themselves from singing along with it. Um, you know, when, when, when they say in the line, the, that line, immigrants would get the job done, there was this massive applause and, and cheering from, from the audience. Have you gone to any other musical and had that same experience? The only one, the only other one that I've had a similar experience um, was Color Purple, which I also saw a couple of years ago, um, which was almost like a gospel church experience, where again there were people sort of whooping and screaming and hollering in the audience, and they they actually lift. You could see that they were lifting the performers. Wow, yeah. that was with Cynthia. So right. exactly, yeah. I, I've seen some of the bits on YouTube, and literally people are screaming and getting out of their seats after that song. For a fantastic performance. We're, an iconic performer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well deserved, Tony. Yourself, William. Many times I've been to Broadway. I've been to the West End, oh. and you know one of the best things I saw in Broadway was Xanadu. And I was in the West End recently, and I saw the London production of Strictly Ballroom. Did you see the Australian version? I did. I saw both. Totally rerun, gone back to scratch, written it freshly, added a couple of new characters, added songs. It was more of a jukebox musical, which worked really, really well. Yeah. Of all the music. I've seen probably since Priscilla it's my favourite loved it and I hope they bring it back yeah. at the London production back to Australia do you have any musicals that you want to see in, in the future anything you've got your mindset on well I'm seeing Book of Mormon very soon you but haven't the, seen it yet no but the one I do want to see is Muriel's Wedding I keep missing it I would love to see because when I was a boy a teenager in England you had Strictly Ballroom you had Priscilla and you had Muriel's Wedding that was the trilogy of films and the only musical I've not seen is Muriel's wedding. You are absolutely right because I have always said that is the golden news of the only thing they haven't done and within that timescape is the castle and they just haven't made the castle the musical which probably should. Dad, I dug a hole. <laughs> Maybe what, that what should... rhymes with serenity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what rhymes with serenity? How about you, Adrian? Any musicals you want to say? Look, I have to say the same thing as William. I, I, I missed Muriel's wedding when yeah. it was uh, in town last time yeah. um, and I, I want to support local. I want to see Aussie yeah, musicals. So, um, you know, with an all new so this is something that I want to see. Yeah, and I can honestly tell you, um, I've seen both. Ha ha ha. Uh, <laughs> no, look, I've seen both. I actually got twenty dollars tickets for Booger Mormon, and it was almost going to an opening night. The whole place was sold out. We had to line up at the Lyric Theatre to get our ticket, and it was magic, and it was the best thing ever. And I hope that every big production does that. Just do one night for the fans. I know they're playing Chicago. We've got friends tapping on the window to say, "Come back in and sing," because it's nearly the end of the night. It was so lovely to see you both. You I'm sure I'm going to see you all again yeah. and I'm sure we're going to bump into each other but have a wonderful night. Thank Thanks you. for chatting. Thank you. You too. Thanks for your time. Mark Humphrey.
deliveries from Pointless. What are you doing here tonight? I know. What on earth am I doing here? Well, it's just I have this love of musicals that, of course, you now are aware of, and it's just it's musicals have been part of my life since I was eight years old. And when I found out that there was going to be a sing-along uh, here tonight with some, uh, you know, a couple of guys flown out from New York, it, you know, it, I, I couldn't miss it. And the, the, yeah, it's just been incredible. And the atmosphere and the sort of camaraderie and the way that people really come together and people like yourself and and the, sort of the regulars that go to sh show tune Sundays at the Hayes and, and, and elsewhere. Um, it's just, it's a wonderful, it's a very loving, welcoming environment. Because I went to the yeah, the Spectrum Now, uh, what, what, what was that called? Was That that was this, basically. Yeah, yeah. Uh, three or four years ago. And, uh, and I just got a little taste of it then and I've always wanted to come back and um, and so I think I'll, I think I'll be a regular now. I think. Yeah, because I've I've seen the show. I think Pointless is fantastic. I think you're doing an absolutely terrific, bang up job. I'm so glad that you're here. Um, but I, I remember watching it, and I thought there was a couple of things you were saying while the show was going. And to myself, I said, "This guy knows his musicals." <laughs> I try to put little uh, Easter eggs in there for yeah. the for the musical lovers out there. Just little references here and there. And, and I and I can't deny that if a contestant gets a, a question about musicals wrong, a little part of me dies inside. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I'm. I'm really making pointless uh, for musical lovers. That's really, you wouldn't necessarily know it to watch it, but it, there's something in there for the musical lovers, and there's an episode coming up that's got some uh, Phantom of the Opera uh, questions there, so uh, yeah, there, there's something for the musical lovers. I absolutely love that. Do, do, I mean, this is a side of you that we don't see, because we see you at this cool, calm, collected, funny guy standing there, holding the fort really, of this game show, but you really do love musicals. Well, I think it's, it's, I don't know what it's like for you or for everyone else here, but I, I was someone who always loved musicals, but sort of loved them privately. It's sort of, I didn't have, I wasn't in the school musical or anything like that. I didn't have, you know, musical buddies. And so it was sort of something that I, yeah, kept to myself because it, it wasn't sort of, I don't know, it wasn't cool or whatever. And then when you find people that share that passion, it's a very intense bond. I mean, I really find that people who love musicals are really are better people. And and they just connect really quick, quickly and they're very warm and welcoming and, and so it's really exciting to find so many people who share that passion and it's just a great it's just a great community. I also heard that you've actually been to America, you go and watch you quite regularly go over to Broadway So I've only been to Broadway once but I go to, I go to the West End as often as I can and uh, so this year I got to see Chess in the West End with Michael Ball which was absolutely phenomenal uh, I also saw Young Frankenstein and the School of Rock, but yeah, I went to Broadway about three years ago. Saw Fun Home. Saw uh, uh, you know, Sydney Lucas singing Ring of Keys. You know, I'd seen her at the at the Tonys, and she was just phenomenal. I was so thrilled to see her live. And saw the King King and I with Kelly O'Hara and Ruthie Ann Miles. And uh, but as I as I told you earlier, I, I uh, a few months before I went to New York, I was looking at tickets to buy, and I I heard about this little show that was sort of a, a hip hop musical about pol American politics. And I thought, that uh, sounds like a terrible idea. Uh, that'll never work. And I didn't go and see it. And, of course, uh, that became Hamilton. And I, I regret it every single day of my life. <laughs> oh, no. Well, 
it is coming to Australia, so hopefully you'll be able to see that. Yes, yes, that will. I think that will hopefully cure my uh, anxiety about the show. I'm fingers crossed. And um, you saw Muriel's wedding. I think you were saying that you loved Muriel's wedding, the musical. Yes, and I was just intensely proud of, of you know to see another great Australian musical, and I thought the songs were fantastic. Uh, I really love the songs, especially. Um, uh, can I swear on your podcast? I'll say I'll say your thing amazing. I love that song and Sydney and yeah. I, I uh, and I thought that uh, the whole cast were phenomenal. I, was, I just just yeah, filled filled with great pride, and I hope it I hope it goes and goes and gets a, a wider audience. I just love knowing this side of you. So I've got to have to ask you: Do you have a favourite musical or a favourite composer? Well, I saw Phantom when I was eight years old, and, and uh, Rob Guest was the Phantom when I saw him when I saw it, and that sort of sowed the seed for me. And there was that moment, you know, when the chandelier came down, and and, and I've and I've read that apparently Australia had the most relaxed uh, occupational health and safety laws in the world. So we had the fastest uh, chandelier in the world, which is why you really felt like sort of whooshed through your hair. And so that happened when I was eight, and then uh, sort of my passion sort of lay dormant for a while and then I was watching the Tony Awards in 2004 and I just happened to turn it on at the moment that uh, Joel Grey introduced Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth performing Defying Gravity I thought oh my god that, that it reminded me of that feeling of the chandelier coming down you know when Elphaba flies up and I, I just had to find out more about that show and then I saw it in London in 2007 and then I came uh, you know with Helen Dallymore who was doing it the time, and then when it opened in Australia, I was so thrilled. To... We're just doing a recording. I'm sorry. It's a... um, and uh, when it opened in Australia, uh, to see that Rob Guest was playing the wizard was just uh, a delight. And I'm so glad that I got to see him before he, uh, you know, sadly passed away. But um, uh, yeah, so Phantom and, and Wicked are the two sort of standouts. Definitely one of mine. But um, look, I know you've got to run. I just want to say thank you so much. I've stood next to you. You actually really can sing no. <laughs> I'm mouthing along and I'm, I'm, I'm joining in the bits on, on the notes that I think I can hit but uh, yeah I'll, I'll, I would like to get some proper training I'd love to have a career like Bert Newton's I'd love to be someone who can just come on do a couple of songs in a musical and then and then walk off absolutely why not I mean there are definitely walk on parts or something like that we can put you through you know we've got the Helpmans coming on that may be on channel 10 that would be amazing you could host that okay. Logies something like that let's make some calls let's make some <laughs> Let's make it happen. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here, and it's so nice. You're such a lovely guy. Congratulations on Pointless. Uh, it's a really great show. Well, you, you've been very kind, and you've really made this a fantastic night for me, so thanks for being so welcoming. Well, that was a lot of fun, but did you also know that the name of the Bar Marie's Crisis also gets its name from another pamphlet by Thomas Paine called American Crisis, written to lift the morale and spirits during the Revolutionary War. So yeah, Marie's Crisis is the place where you go where your spirits are lifted. You leave your inhibitions at the door, sharing the love of show tunes, standing with strangers and being amongst friends. Part three of the Marie's Crisis special podcast, we dip further into Thomas Paine. I would like to thank my guests, Peter Bellamy, Rebecca Kington, Catherine Scott, Tara Lopez, Adrian Foon, William Broom, and Mark Humphreys, as well as Kenny Green and Adam Tilford, the pianoist all the way from New York at Marie's Crisis. This has been Let Me Entertain You, Inside the Minds of Musical Theatre. 
Thanks for listening. Please like, subscribe and tell your friends. But most importantly, go and see a show. Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.